Hi everyone, my name is Rajat and uh, I have a pleasure of talking to another similar sounding person. His name is Rajit, Rajit Nair. And today we have this special episode, a hall of fame where we actually acknowledge people who have made some achievement in their work, in their career. And I have the honor to talk to Rajit because he has recently become the 17th certified customer experience professional in India. And for those who don't know what is certified customer experience professional, it is one of the top certifications globally honored by a body in US, which is called as Customer Experience Professional Association. So it's my honor and privilege, Rajat, to first of all, congratulate you and welcome you to this special Hall of Fame. How are you feeling? I'm feeling extremely uh, happy, delighted, uh, and uh, you know I got to know the 17th person now, so uh, more so happy, extremely delighted to be part of this uh, journey. Super, super. So since you are saying it's a part of the journey, uh, tell us a little bit about your uh, this journey. How did you ended up becoming this certified professional? What has gone behind it, and how's been your journey in the started? in the area of customer experience. Sure. Curious to know that. Sure. Uh, I think we've all been hearing about the fact. So uh, to start off with, I've been uh, in the outsourcing BPM industry for the last 20 years. And we've been hearing a lot about uh, how uh, IT enabled, you know, IT and how AI is going to really mold the future. So I started delving a little bit deep in terms of uh, what are the other aspects that may affect businesses. And I found that something that has to go along with um, you know, AI or any, uh, uh, I would say, in innovations, anything. Customer experience is something that has to go hand in hand. You cannot have a successful business, a differentiator without good customer experience. And then I wanted to understand a little bit more about customer experience and uh, where can I learn more about it? And that's how I reached up to you and uh, you, know, you attended your masterclass. Uh, once I did the masterclass, I wanted to actually be part of uh, CCXP because I found that to, you know, the organization to be something you know, very clear on what they want and uh, hence started the journey. Super. Yeah, so uh, yes, uh, you've been really uh, you know, one of the very sincere and good students of you know, the, the masterclass and also for the viewers. Rajat is also a certified CX pioneer, which is the certification that we award as part of our masterclass. Uh, so after doing this, uh, what has been uh, you know shift in your thinking, in your mindset, because you've got such a rich experience. How do you see this customer experience uh, really uh, coming in into your whole uh, lot of rich experience? Where does it fit in? Sure. Uh, in the last, again, in the last 20 years, what I've really noticed is uh, the, uh, in the outsourcing business, uh, we have two you know, large uh, models, I would say. One is a third-party model and one is the capital model. And uh, in both the models, organizations work pretty much as if it's a B2B. I mean, you really, they really don't think about the end customer. And uh, when I say that, there are many different reasons why it is such uh, but the fact is, uh, 
normally organizations are always focused on results and making the the, the immediate customer happy more happy but they don't look at uh, how can you make the end customer happy and by doing that you end up getting more business you end up getting repeat business you end up getting new clients so if you are a third party it's definitely a differentiator in terms of how well you can do in the industry and if you are a captive it's definitely making sure that the parent company has trust in you confidence in you and people back at your parent office in the us or europe know that they put the eggs in the right basket so uh, that uh, being said um, i identified that artificial intelligence is probably going to be the key but that alone cannot make a huge difference you can have an ai solution but uh, not really focused on the customer and everything could go wrong and you know you everything could go wrong i mean you end up spending money and doing nothing with it but ai mixed with a proper mix uh, of uh, cx will actually be the differentiator between you and your competitors so in terms of what i really want to do with all of this is uh, uh, be part of this outsourcing uh, industry as such and essentially utilize my knowledge in uh, customer experience and even in customer experience i think culture is the area where we can really make a huge difference and once a uh, proper customer culture is built within an organization i think the sky is the limit wow i think you touched upon uh, really some very key points first of all a uh, lot of people think technology will take over and i think you kind of uh, uh, made that point quite clear and i've been approached by some of the ai companies where they want to embed the cx solution into their technology you know which is at the helm of you know the front end now really trending uh, so really like that and i think amazing you, they say that culture eat strategy for lunch right or for breakfast whatever but um, really like that your focus on culture um, and i personally believe that's really the the bottom of the you know the, the, the really the foundation of the whole if we call it a pyramid that gives the strength the base to the entire structure tell us a little bit about um, what are you doing what's a, what are your plans in uh, in the area of culture as a part of customer experience so uh, from whatever i've seen uh, something that really happens is uh, there is always more of a focus on getting um, you know the delivery done and not a real focus on how it is getting delivered and uh, there is also less focus on you know uh, how employees feel about or how much we involve employees in the overall uh, decisions so i guess culture has to be something in an organization wherein employees are made part of decisions uh, which impact customers so uh, that being said there is there are multiples of multitudes of things that can happen right from the hiring space and then uh, also to do with how decisions are made how we can get uh, more feedback about the processes about the uh, different uh, touch points that customers have from the customers from the employees i mean sorry and uh, finally uh, you know taking those suggestions and making improvements so if you look at a funnel the employee suggestions can actually lead to a funnel for your ai uh, you know, improvements and your projects be it even if you're running a nps survey or let's say a, a voc survey the inputs that we get from the survey 
we have to run it past our employees and see what is best for the customer and the employees ultimately it's the employee who will deliver and then finally once we have the solution in place then go to robotics or to rpa or any ai tool that is to make the change wow great great yeah in fact um, i uh, there was some statistic that i uh, learned from one of the pioneers in the culture space in customer centricity and we all know about uh, uh, him the tony shay of zappos of course uh, he's no more but i heard him in one of the interviews telling that he was asked which is the biggest mistake you have ever made uh, in the business and he said the hiring that has cost us the most and he said that probably over the years we would have uh, lost or uh, made losses worth 100 million dollars because of wrong hire and wrong culture you know that's a one of the dimensions but i really liked uh, you talking about the say of the employee and the employee centricity as the uh, centerpiece uh, which is often missed out we though we've looked at outside in approach when we talk about customers centricity we probably forget this uh, critical element of keeping employees also engaged so that they are engaged customers so tell us uh, you also um, prajit have been uh, doing lot of blogging right um, how how did how is it how is that going you know what are you writing about where are you writing where can people see your blog and uh, also learn more about your thought leadership sure so uh, i've been writing um, i try and write at least one article every week wow and in fact uh, i have not written anything this year but i have plans to do something next week and i try and write more on how um, uh, the culture and the bpm business as such uh, overall you can say it could be any business but specific to our outsourcing industry i try and write about culture i try and write about uh, how culture can make the difference in terms of uh, giving the competitive advantage Hmm. Yeah and I I what has been um, your key milestones in the last uh, month few months since the time you uh, started your CX journey it seems that you already had that strong in- inclination had there been any any aha moments for you where you like learned something new uh, did something interesting has there been anything that kind of with that kind of experience difficult to get impressed or get those aha moments i think good and bad but you have you had any purists to know well i i thought uh, when i started off uh, my intention was to try and read up as much as possible uh, regarding the different uh, disciplines within customer experience and uh, one of the things that i really found out was the the power of uh, 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 one is reading I started reading more. The second is uh, the, even the power of listening, which is again a great. And what I realized was uh, tools like Audible. So I found out a few of the books in Audible, like the yeah. out, Outside In was there. We had the Customer Officer. Uh, we had the Ultimate Question. So I would just listen to Audible whenever I had time and uh, do the reading. So I thought uh, that was very powerful. So what I realized was listening to what you i wouldn't call it an aha moment but if there is if it's a learning and i realize that listening is as good as uh, reading at times 
because it gets into your uh, subconscious what you are listening to that added with certain uh, rituals daily rituals like you know maybe writing your goals telling yourself every day that this is something that you need to achieve in this timeline also help me make sure that i complete the certification by jan i know i slipped a bit i thought i'll do it in december but then uh, there were other things i mean uh, see I, and this is so vast and this doesn't have any book as such where you can you know read up and go to give the exam so this is so vast it's difficult for you to be confident that you know it all to clear the exam yeah i think thanks for uh, talking about rituals so what i really want to uh, also kind of tell you that i also love audible uh, i know it's an experience and uh, it's really uh, for the for the people who want to learn for probably the readers of the old time today are kind of happy to use audible for still learning as a interactive more of a more more a live source of you know reading a book so i can connect to that and glad i think yeah you're great to know that you've been following rituals some of those rituals i know uh we also pick up during our weekly masterminds uh, and we go through them and uh, it's it's all known fact that you know focusing on your goal reminding yourself about your goal writing goals is a powerful technique but i really want to acknowledge the uh, you know focus that you have and you are also so closely monitoring your date dates and timelines so you said you wanted to do it by december but you not too far i mean i've seen people slipping by year and sometimes forgetting right so uh, for anybody who's listening uh, you know as part of our uh, weekly masterminds we have this uh, practice of going through the rituals and reminding all of us that we are on track and we follow certain atomic habits and certain rituals to stay on course to each one of our goals and i think rajit is a good example of uh, following that practice and making it happen so you just made happen uh, the ccxp right so let's come to that and tell us how uh, how do you feel about becoming the 17th certified customer experience professional uh, in the country extremely glad and extremely happy and the next thing i have in mind is to actually help anybody who wants to be a ccxp in whatever way is possible and yeah. uh, also to uh, utilize the learnings in my professional career hmm. and how has been the experience uh, let's look at uh, let's you know for for people who uh, know or who doesn't know about ccxp your 6 months of journey and your entire experience coming together do you think it's worth it do you think it's a great uh, milestone and uh, you know it is uh, tell us a little bit about how how easy or difficult it is and what does it take to be a ccxp uh well uh, at the outset uh, you know uh, when you look at it customer experience is everywhere i mean it's everything that you do has to have an experience and we feel it all the time either we get good experience or we get bad experience it is just that because it is so uh, prevalent everywhere we fail to see it at times yeah. it could be in our businesses it could be anywhere and the fact that i started reading more into it and about the uh, different disciplines and the principles really start open my eyes to looking around uh, you know whatever you do and even it's change the way i uh, look at uh, and talk to people sometime and actually tell them look this is not good customer experience i mean what you do i mean and i also see the fact that 
people now have started opening up in the industry as such now we keep getting uh, nps surveys when we do something at least they're paying lip service but it started which is a which is a good sign yeah i think uh, what i probably uh, i'm seeing based on what you just shared is after from your journey of becoming a ccxp you seem to be observing cx everywhere so it's yeah, like so you know you wearing that glasses of cx cx uh, passionate about cx uh, you know cx evangelist and everywhere it now your world has become it has to be has to be customer centric and also human centric more service oriented right is that true yeah true yeah, you I tend to start it. seeing from the lens uh, of uh, uh, you know customer all the time yeah how how good you feel about the experience yeah i think you uh, probably uh, that's the other thing uh, rajita i realized that uh, i used to think why am i gravitating towards uh, customer experience why i am so interested in talking about it and now i am teaching mentoring helping people pick up skills in this why it's this you know why suddenly this interest actually this wasn't sudden this was all the while i somehow you know was not very uh, comfortable seeing poor quality of service you know that probably became the part of my dna mm-hmm. and uh, as a service provider also spend sometimes i see i am not living up to the expectations you know i just quickly want to overcome that so i can see that people you know like us i'm now using that have it in you know somewhere in us it's there that we want to improve the quality of service from human to human right somewhere that is there and i know listening to you a uh, little bit that i know about you as well is that true is that observation yes. true you are right hmm. yeah so uh, what would you like to tell people if somebody wants to um, i know you're you're transitioning but you also bring in lot of experience and you kind of identified cx as something you wanted to work in is there anything any message you want to give to the people who want to build their career uh, through customer uh, centric skill sets you know if, irrespective of what do they do, do you, any message for them as to how to solidify and build stronger foundation to kind of uh, make it may leverage this new trend and you know as as we know forester is calling this as the age of customer and this is there to stay and we are seeing trends now right so what's your message to help people uh, start thinking about it and if they want to build a career in this what should they be aware of anything that you want to share sure i think cx is there everywhere that you are you know working it's not a different segment or anything like that so you have cx in outsourcing business you have cx in marketing everywhere you have cx so you really don't need to move out of your industry so uh, the idea will be to understand more about the principles and disciplines of cx and start implementing them wherever you are working and once you start working on that you will uh, you know tend to uh, gravitate more towards cx you would tend to have a niche for yourself and uh, at the end of the day it is providing more services to the organization but more focused on cx that's what i would say yeah i really liked i think thanks for clarifying that lot of people think they have to leave everything and become something else uh, in order to you know st- probably 
begin a new career in CX. But I am really glad you clarified that you can bring everything that you have and you just embed the CX mindset and CX skills, and you you know start to contribute in a very different way or in a exactly. more, more enriched way, right? Which is what exactly. uh, is is your message. Great, great. Uh, just want to know, uh, you've been very consistent in our weekly masterminds, which is meant for people to grow by focusing on customers and becoming self-aware. Anything that you liked about uh, the mastermind that you've been part of, and I, I again acknowledge that you've been very consistent uh, and had been an asset to the community. You know, you've really been an asset uh, to the community, leading it, leading it from the front. So, what? Anything that you want to? share about your experience with the mastermind oh yeah, i think the, the the time we spend there every saturday is enriching every week it's enriching there is something or the other that everybody gets to learn and the best uh, thing about a community is that uh, you grow and learn with the community it helps you really uh, sharpen your goals for example even if you have a goal of uh, you know, writing and appearing for a cxpa exams if you are away from a community or if you just start doing your daily job after your masterminds or you tend to forget about it but the very fact that another you know, focus is kept on and then everybody supports you helps you and you can see uh, there are people around you who want you to do or achieve that goal so i, I thought uh, it's excellent and everybody should be part of some of the other community super you know, super yeah i think Right. Yeah. Mastermind. Uh, it's it's an age-old concept. Mastermind. That's what is said to be a powerful way of growing together. Right. Great, uh, Rajit. Thank you so much. Uh, anything more as a final word that you would want to uh, talk about? I really want to uh, again congratulate you for making it. Uh, you know, as a certified customer experience professional before that CX pioneer, and being on this journey. Rajit, something else? that uh, the only thing I'd like to add is uh, with uh, you know, just continuing from the uh, last question that you asked uh, with regards to if you really need to move out of your job or if you really need to move out into CX, I think you really don't need to. Another thing that I've personally done is uh, I've uh, developed a framework of uh, managerial effectiveness and efficiency. So basically, this framework is around building managerial efficiencies and how they can be more effective. And within the different aspects, you have CX. So CX is embedded into what a manager should do, which will not just enrich the manager's uh, profile and his, uh, you know, his contributions, but also help the organization become much more better and uh, deliver much better customer experience and also help it grow. So that is also something I worked on and uh, I applied for a copyright. Wow. <clears throat> I really like that. I think the world needs it. I think companies needs it. And a lot of time we put managerial efficiencies with the goals, with the KPIs, with how many people are they managing and you know how quick they're delivering programs. But this is new. I mean, I would say the creating a framework around that and embedding customer experience and customer centricity in managerial effectiveness is, I would say, um, powerful. I would love to know more about that. And if you have anything to share, or if you want to point any to any resources, do uh, 
let us know otherwise tell us where can we when do we expect something uh, on this for for all of us to uh, follow it sure read it yeah i'll do that <laughs> right looking forward to that rajit great work uh, i think that's too really really powerful so with that i think we come to the end of uh, this hall of fame uh, it's been an honor uh, we are in the beginning of the year and you started on you know year with really a significant milestone i know many people take long time to uh, reach this milestone you've done a commendable job of start to finish you know within a very short period of time i've seen some of your journey and i'm privileged to be part of that journey so thank you uh, so much for all the viewers who are there uh, uh, just letting you know that we run a customer experience masterclass uh, we are one of the uh, nine certified uh, you know training providers authorized by cxpa in usa and i'm also myself asia's first certified customer experience professional like rajat the 17th so in case uh, you would want to grow in a in the career in any career as rajit said you know irrespective of your career if you want to induce power of customer centricity and customer experience reach out to us to know how can we help um yeah with that uh, rajit uh, thanks so much for taking time to be here it's been thank an you, honor thank you rajit talk you to you soon opportunity yeah bye bye